Welcome to the first Trend Talks with ITR Economics. My name's Alan Bolio. I'm the president of ITR and one of the principals. And happy to have you with us today as we begin this series of Trend Talks where we'll talk about things that are near and dear to all of us, whether they be in the United States or around the world, or particular subjects that are universal. We'll be covering a lot of ground in the weeks and months and years to come, and we're glad that you've started to join with us here today. Today, I'd like to talk to you about the United Kingdom and Brexit. Very much in the news with a lot going on. Uh, we're going to talk first about what's going on inside the United Kingdom. Then we'll branch off into what it means to Europe and to uh, the United Kingdom and Europe in the context of Brexit. Uh, I think you'll enjoy it. Right now, the United Kingdom is in the same condition as Europe in that the leading indicator is going down and going down very sharply. The economies on both sides of the equation are getting much softer by the moment. The UK's Purchasing Managers Index is uh, dropping really um, amazingly fast, and GDP has slowed to a mere 1.1% growth rate in the latest quarter. And it's going to continue to slow. Mining is going down. Um, the, the whole economy is just getting more and more sluggish all the time as, as we go forward. Probably the thing to note here is that the weakness in the pound is probably leveled off, be, at least in my estimation. It's about 1.15 uh, euros to, the, to one uh, pound. I think it'll probably hang in about there, which is which is fine. It sort of means there's a leveling off in expectations, and you can take that as a good news. However, uh, the United Kingdom's trade imbalance with the rest of the world is growing. It's at 32 billion pounds. Perhaps more tellingly, it's 35% above year-ago levels. So their situation, their relationship with the rest of the world in terms of bringing cash, in terms of it growing the economy, has uh, lessened. Conversely, though, their, their exports to Europe are... Uh, stalled but at a record high so while the trade imbalance is, is deteriorating they've only just stalled against Europe it's 4.3 percent above Euro levels but lessening slowing it's going to go the other way imports from the United Kingdom and this is the important part are record high uh, 266 billion pounds that's an amazing number it's uh, 2.9 percent above Euro levels and expanding what I've just told you in pure statistical numbers, but the, the input there is that the UK receives a lot more from Europe, especially from Germany, France, and Italy, than it exports to Europe by 56%. That means that Europe needs the United Kingdom more than the United Kingdom needs Europe in that regard. Now, the uh, that's important. You would expect some reasonable discussion to occur between Brussels and London as they discuss uh, leaving the European Union. You would think there'd be some reasonable discussion about trade because it is a large issue between the two economic entities. And yet we've found that politics has trumped um, conversation, has trumped reason. And in that context, this has become a very dangerous situation both for both the EU and for the United Kingdom. A lot of people think, seem to think that the United Kingdom is, is at the whim and mercy of uh, the EU. I don't believe that's the case. I think we'll find that the uh, potential economic impact of the EU is very large indeed as a major player, a major customer of goods and services could find themselves erecting barriers and becoming even more nationalistic than they are now. There's certainly a growing nationalism within Britain as there is within um, say Brazil, the United States, Italy, Germany. So as we're looking at uh, the Brexit situation, 
and we should would hope for reason to prevail with a reasoned uh, plan for how the two economies are going to exist. If that happens, I would suggest to you that there's going to be a nice, easy transition and both will continue to prosper sometime down the road once we get past this economic cycle. If we don't see it as a reasoned approach, if we find a walkout where Great Britain just decides that they're done and they're leaving without a deal, then you can expect a fair amount of chaos. Uh, then you would find that all of a sudden goods that are in transit uh, don't have a way in and they don't have a way out. Uh, which paperwork do you use? What tariffs are in place? What discussions must occur? Who's going to pay what? You would find yourself with uh, difficulties with leaving uh, the EU and getting into the UK. What's the process and procedure? Something as simple as what line are you supposed to be in and even what papers and how long can you stay? If you've been to Europe, you know it's a very porous border situation. Once you get there, that porous border would be um, slow dramatically. Now think of Northern Ireland and Ireland. Been at peace for years now. There's been no border between the two, even though they're quite different. If all of a sudden Great Britain, which includes Northern Ireland, is no longer in the EU, but the Republic of Ireland is in the EU, then you find that there's a border there that demands some satisfaction. How do the folks on that island uh, move between uh, Northern Ireland and Ireland? How do they move goods? How do they move money? How do they move themselves? Will there be a border? Will there be border guards and border stations? I mean, these are big questions. And without an answer, then we would find indeed that it's a messy time for the United Kingdom, for Ireland, and for the EU. At this time of the recording this, I would tell you that I suspect that we're going to find, much to uh, Prime Minister May's dismay, uh, that there will be a delay in the walkout and that they will seek a three-month extension, in which case they will be the first to blink and most likely put them at a disadvantage uh, when it comes to the negotiations. It's a tough world out there. Uh, the United Kingdom's in for a tough ride. It'll be a tough 2019 for the United Kingdom and for Europe. We're going to find the economies of both sinking towards no growth and an industrial production basis. We're going to find uh, some mild recessions across different countries and in different industries. If you're dealing with the, either the European environment or the UK in particular, expect to see diminished opportunities and expect to see your own revenues and your own profits decline. Thank you. I hope you have a great day. Look forward to talking to you again.